couple years down the road, uh, you go home. You uh, the McLean Hamlet. You go back to the Hamlet. Burnhamwood Drive. Burnhamwood Drive. Uh, you go back home to celebrate the anniversary of when in junior high, your boys junior high basketball team won uh, like the district tournament. My what team? Your like junior high boys basketball team, like won the district tournament. I was a, was I a, like a starter? No, oh, no, no. You were you were on the team. You never played, but uh, you were on the team. You were on the bench. And I never played a single game. No. Okay. Because uh, I mean, you you weren't good, you know, and you know, you were kind of arrogant and stuff during practice, and like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, you were always like telling kids you were gonna drain threes and slam dunks. I wouldn't know. And you uh, like never made anything, and you clearly couldn't <laughs> dunk a ball. But, but I said, but the, like verbatim, I would say that. Yeah, you, you when you would get dressed, you'd get out of school, and you, you and the other boys would be getting dressed, and you'd be like tying your shoes. You go, guys, today's the day I feel it in my bones. And they're all like, whatever, Pat. You go, today's the day I'm going to drain some threes and slam dunks. God, that sucks. And then you take a big drink of Diet Coke, and then you, and then you go out onto the court. I'm drinking Coke before I'm running around? Diet Coke. Uh, that is so dumb. That's. But so like, even with all of that going on, like your, um, your, like it was like a seventh grade team. Uh, you guys went. 28 and 0. You won every single game that year. Yeah. Right? You guys won uh like the the district tournament and it had been like the first time that your your school had won anything in like a long time. Uh just never winning anything in any athletic forum, but you guys in spite of all the odds, you guys ended up winning. Yeah, so, we weren't a athletic group of people. Yeah. So that's why it made it all the more shocking. So like there, it's like the a big anniversary, you know. It's like a like a twenty five year anniversary. What a grade was I in? Uh, seventh grade. Okay, so it was Cooper Middle School. Yeah. So you um you're like you're like gonna go back and uh, they're gonna honor you guys at halftime with like a twenty five year anniversary, and you know they're gonna have you guys okay. come out and like uh, all the all the players that are you know uh able to make it will will show up and wave to the home crowd and you know are people like like into this yeah i mean they're it's like looked upon we're like local legends yeah kind of i mean like the the guys who played are you know uh like your 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 school's like athletic trophy case is completely empty except for just the one championship (laughs) well what was our mascot uh, the Lucky Charms. Oh, it was just your. It was just like a horseshoe. <laughs> okay, you know that was like what the mascot was. But you guys were the the Lucky Charms, and you guys charmed your way to a fucking title. <laughs> yeah, twenty five years later, you're going back home to celebrate. Like so far, like most of the team, there were, there were like twelve guys and, and like twelve like kids, and then uh, there was a, a kid who was like a water boy, and then there were a couple coaches. So there was probably like fifteen people total who were all like, "Yeah, we're gonna be there," you know. 
So you're expecting to see all these people you some people you haven't seen in two over two decades, you know. So it's like it's a it'll be a fun like thing to go back to. Okay. You uh you go to the airport, right? Usually you fly like southwest or something, you know. Yeah. So you're waiting there, right? It's uh you know, get a little later in the year. There's some weather that rolls in, delays your flight until the evening. You're going to get in pretty early in the morning. So you're just kind of sitting there, like, waiting amongst, like, the, the other people who are on the plane. It's a late flight, and other people found other arrangements, so the, the, the herd is thinned a little bit. There's probably like you and, like, 30 people maybe in total. All right. You're like, uh, I'm, I'm going to go take a hot piss. You get up, you go, you take a piss. I would say that. Exactly. You take a piss. You're kind of walking back, like your feet, just like the click clack of your feet just sort of echoes off of all the hard surfaces. It feels like very, very alone and, and empty, you know, like almost, yeah. almost forbidden in a sense. Like, man, am I the only one here? Yeah. I hate that feeling. Yeah. It's a very like unpleasant feeling. Um, and you kind of get that where you're like looking over your shoulder a little bit, you know, uh, you and you're like, I'm at the airport that everything's fine. Nothing. You know, I'm fine. You're like walking by these other terminals. You see that there's a there's a football game on right now. It's um, the New England Patriots versus the Miami Dolphins. They call it the mud hole game. What? Yeah, because it, it would like rain a bunch in Foxborough and the field was super muddy. And also the Patriots just stomped a fucking mud hole <laughs> in the Dolphins ass. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah, it was ugly. It's like wow. third quarter. Everybody is just like covered in mud. Um, you're like walking by. It's just kind of a funny thing. Like all these NFL players just like covered in mud. You know, it's hard to yeah. tell like what team is what. Um, you're like walking by and out of the corner of your eye, you see like a, like the ref like run by and his uniform is spotless. It is pristine white. Like you just put that on, you know? Sure. And he's like, he's like, uh, he's like running. And then he, he looks into the camera, he gets ready to make a call and he kind of like looks at you and he sees you and he, uh, he stops what he's doing. And he kind of like puts his hands over his eyes and he, oh, no. he, he peers in and then yeah. you see like two hands come out and like grab the side of the TV and he like steps through it and levitates to the floor. And he is the most jacked referee you've seen in your fucking life, bro. Right. He is just chiseled. Okay. His upper body is super cut. His pipes are like pulsing. Right. You can see just how vascular he is. He's just really buff. He's really buff. He's very oiled up. He's competition huh. ready. He is he is slick. He is tan. And he's just got like an old white man's face. You know? Right. But his pecs, just like, man, you want to plant a field of wheat on him. They're so pure and flat. Uh, no, I you don't. Know? I am so, just confident that I would not want to do that. He uh he he stands in front of you and he goes, uh, pat, pat, pat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he goes, uh, my name is Calvin Morway, the buff referee. <laughs> and the gods have granted me the ability to change the rules. Yeah. He goes, from this point forward, you can either A, 
have wings, but every day you must emerge from a cocoon? Or you can have perfect camouflage. Which do you decide? All right, so... He holds up like a big fucking whistle. Yeah. It's as big as his fist. You've never seen a whistle that big before. <laughs> and he yeah. holds it like in front of his mouth like he's ready to make a call. He's just waiting okay. on you. I'm just, yeah, I'm just thinking. I'm thinking this out because the, the first option sounds good. Um, the whole like, you, know, you, get, you get wings, but you emerge from a cocoon in the morning. Uh, but what if, you know, you meet someone and you fall in love that's going to be hard. That's going to be something they got to cope with. Would they be in the cocoon with me? I don't even know. It just seems a little creepy. So I'd go for the camp, the perfect camouflage. I don't really know what good it would do me, but yeah, that's definitely the less creepy one. That was, that's weird, man. So he, uh, so what do you tell him? What do you say? He just staring say, at you. Oh, sorry. Uh, camouflage, please. He goes, you have requested the power of camouflage. He, yeah. bl- he blows a whistle, and this whistle is so loud and so intense that you just immediately drop to your knees. Like, it just, like, it takes every bit of energy out of you. Your knees buckle. You just, like, tilt your head towards the sky. It just takes everything out of you. <laughs> you kind of, like, Damn. gain your breath. You look back at the TV. He's walking away. You look at the TV. All the players are just, like, looking in. They're all just watching you. They're all just covered in mud. They're like looking in. One of them like sees the ref coming and he runs away. He leaves like a muddy handprint on the inside of the TV. Calvin Morway <laughs> looks at you. He nods and he ascends back up into the TV. He finishes calling the, the game. The game continues. It's, it's a route. Does anyone write about the several minutes that the ref was gone? I don't know. I don't. I don't really read sports journalism. So you, Um, uh, you're like, that's fucking weird. Yeah. So so you, uh, you go back, right? You go back. uh, You, it's like, that's a strange experience. You know, you're in this weird airport late at night. You fly home. uh, You you go to bed, right? You, you dream of just like being on like a, like a densely the floor of like a densely wooded area. You know what I mean? You dream that you're just like walking quietly amongst the trees. Yeah. You hear a twig snap behind you and something inside of you just like whips your head around and you're looking in the other direction and you're just, you're just like very aware that you're standing perfectly still. And in the dream, in the dream, you see like a, like a giant like bird just sort of like walk by and it doesn't notice you. And you hear this bird like caw very loudly and uh, you start to stalk it. You see it like spread its wings out. It's like all the colors of the rainbow. They're as vibrant as you've ever seen. You take like two like pouncing motions towards it and leap and then you just wake up. You're just covered in sweat. Dang. You go, that's weird. So um, you kind of like go about your day. Uh, how how would you like try to see if this works? How would you? Um, I guess I would go outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would go to the RBM Food Mart because I run into people there all the time. Yeah. 
So I'd go there and I'd wait to see someone I knew. Uh-huh. I would shout out their name and I would try to camouflage. So you like uh you're I there. feel like my body would know what to do. You're there, right? You're um you're like hanging out by the beer cooler, you know? Yeah. And you're you're at the beer cooler and you go you see Chris Tellez walk in. Yeah. And you go you open you're like have the beer cooler open, you go, Chris Tellez, and you see him turn and look and you think about like being the beer cooler. You like step inside of it. And he goes, you could see him like looking around and going, like, he has no idea who said it. You, say, he, um, you say his name he, again. He like comes walking over and he, he's like standing like right in front of, right in front of you, in front of the door. And you, okay. hear, and you hear him go, man, I swore I got to hurt somebody yell my name. I would scream his name in his face so as he, loud as I could you, just, to, just to fuck with him. He like, he just like terrified jumps back like <laughs> like falls over he like backpedals on his on his ass and he's just kind of standing there and he like gains like a like he, he's like looking he goes what the fuck he stands up and he ends up opening the door and he like reaches out and he touches your your uh dick and balls oh. <laughs> he goes to grab for like a lone star and it's just your uh <laughs> genitals oh that's no good and then you just start laughing and you like break concentration and you kind of fall out of the cooler and he goes, Oh, what the fuck? And what do you tell him? I would just start laughing and go, dude, yeah. you just got, you know, pranked. Yeah. You know, the, honestly, you, I would probably try to make a bad joke. The, uh, the guy working the counter at RBM, uh, just started laughing and he had, he like had his, he had like his <laughs> camera out and he, <laughs> all you hear him say is YouTube. Right. <laughs> and so, yeah, he's, you, do you tell him like what happened? Do you tell yeah. him, tell us yeah, what do you tell him? I go, I gained this new ability. I'd probably, I'd be a little bit vague on how I got it. Cause I feel like that, that would be weird. Yeah. Uh, I just go, I gained this ability, man. I got perfect camouflage. He's like, you know what? I, I would, I would go, I would test it. I would see if I touch another person, if they get camouflage. No. And I, okay. Then never mind. Yeah. No, just, but I'd, still, I'd still tell him the, you know, the tale. Yeah. So you tell him about, uh, about getting camouflage, right? You, uh, you like Chris Tellis was also at your hometown with you because <laughs> you, oh, yeah. you went back home. He I was, forgot they were back he home. He was also there. Uh, so he and you guys went to RBM East. It's in your hometown. <laughs> so you and Tellis are back in your hometown and you're like, you're like talking to him about what happened at the airport. Why uh, is he there? What's that? Do I ask him why he's in McLean, Virginia? Yeah, he's like, oh my, he's like, uh, I'm just doing some shows, and uh, just driving through, just passing okay. through. Knew, knew you were here. Figured I'd come say hey. Cool. Well, sorry so, for the prank, but I mean, it's kind of funny. He's like, yeah. He goes, we're, we're I mean, he's, I'm going to this house show. I'm gonna go do a house show, uh, and we're just getting a bunch of beers. He goes, I'll let you know where I'm at later. Right. So you like. You go home. He never texts you. He never calls you or anything. <laughs> Chris. Yeah. You you like spend the night at your at your parents' house. The next night you have that that uh, that basically it's like a big banquet for you guys. The twenty fifth anniversary of when you won the uh, the district. So you. Uh, Who do we play against for the championship? Uh, team called Saint Mary's. 
They were it, like it's a pop, pop private school. Yeah, it was a, it was a private school. But I was in public school. What's that? But I'm in public you, school. Yeah, but this was like the only private school in the state allowed to compete against public schools. Why? For what reason? I don't know, just a, I don't know. You know how politics works. <laughs> I can't tell you. They they were a private school that wanted to expose their kids to you know public uh, public ass kickings. You know. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> they were the team. They were the team that you you beat uh, that specific year. So you go home, right? Uh, and, and like the next night, you put I on your. Tra- I kind of want to track those guys down. Who the guys who played for the other team? Yeah, uh, you really don't. Why? There's a there's an accident on the way home from the championship game. <laughs> no, what happened? <laughs> Banana peels in the middle of the road. Oh come on! And a school bus just fell off a cliff. Oh no! Yeah the 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 legend was that if you guys hadn't beat them so badly, the bus driver wouldn't have been crying all those tears, <laughs> and he'd have been able to drive the bus home safely. What the fuck does the bus driver care? He cared a lot, man. He he. I mean, those kids grew up on, on his watch. You know, it's a okay. private school. You know, he he knew all those kids. All right. His well, name whatever. his name was Freeman Ramsey, the third. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Kind of a cool name. He was the best bus driver in Virginia. He really believed that. <laughs> he died doing what he loved. <laughs> so you uh, you guys go to the, the seventh grade game against St. Mary's. They are not happy uh, about the presentation, you know, considering the events that transpired. Uh, they're going to have like a silent protest sort of in memoriam of their fallen teammates. But you guys are just like, hey, yeah, 25 years. We fucking mop the floors with these shitheads. It's, That's what it's your, your team captain terrible <laughs> says that. <laughs> Said he, that? He goes, uh, he's like, he's like pretty hammered. He's pretty drunk. What's his name? His name is Steve uh, Carlington. And he shows up. He's wearing he's wearing a high school Steve. Letterman's jacket, right? Yeah. He's uh he walks with a noticeable limp, and he he gets up there. He was like the hot shot, like point guard of your team. Kick and make it from anywhere, and he did that year. But you know, you guys like he shows up, and he goes like, "Yeah, twenty five years we fucking stomped these guys, fuck them." <laughs> you know, and like, and he's like he's like pretty what? drunk. And yeah. the, the administrator has to like come out and like, hey, Steve, you know, and he's like, no, fuck yeah, this. Sure. Yeah. He goes, when I went here, we hated these motherfuckers. He goes, we wouldn't piss on them to put them out if they were on fire. Jesus, and he's just Steve. like really going in. And people yeah, are, that's people are filming. The guy from RBM is there filming. Oh his, no, yeah. that guy again. <laughs> yeah, his kid. His kid. Why goes is to, he there? His kid goes to the school. All right, you know. <laughs> that's why it's that's, important to support a local business. That money stays in the neighborhood. All right, yeah. His kid's sure. fucking good, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So uh <laughs> Steve like gets like escorted out, you know. Poor Steve. He's clearly got a problem. He's definitely got a problem. A lot of those guys have issues. They never all really got over it. You seem to have no problem transitioning just fine. <laughs> what? All right. Yeah, so um so you're at this game, right? You're you're just kind of like hanging out. Uh there's like a, a big applause for, you know, the 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 winning team they they like updated the banner that that was hanging from the the rafters you know uh and you're just like kind of kind of like what, what what's the banner saying anything cool it says uh seventh grade district champs and then it shows the score it's it says it was 45 to 23 
versus St. Mary's. Man, we really, I mean, that guy shouldn't have said that, but we yeah. really did mop the yeah. fucking floor with St. Abs- Mary's. Yeah, dude. absolutely. After St. Mary's, is in parentheses, it says RIP. So, like Not that, right, that man. banner gets, you know, put up. Uh, you like watch the game, you know. You're just kind of hanging out. People are coming up to you, like asking you questions about, like, "Hey, where's the bathroom?" And you're like, "I, I'm part of the team, but you, you know, you weren't really." So you're just kind of hanging out there, just like waiting for the. Okay, the, coming off the bench is still an important thing. But you Even didn't. You, but you didn't. You never came off the off the bench. You, I know that, but it's, the it's, bench. it's an important thing in practice. They have to have people to practice against. Oh, you never practiced. You were on the bench in practice too. <laughs> That's not a thing, Aaron. Yeah, you would. Yeah, in between periods, he would be like, "All right, Pat," and you would go out and like shoot around until they were ready to start the next drill, and then you had to get back on the bench. I, man, okay, that that is so sad. Yeah. Why were they doing that to me? I was a kid. Yeah, they they didn't like they didn't want to have you on the team, but they didn't want to tell you no. You know, they still like you were still like a part of things. It's a coach there. Oh yeah. I think I talked to him about it. Yeah, well, his name's Herb Dandy. Coach Herb go, Dandy. I go, Coach. He goes, ah, hello. He clearly doesn't know who you are. I'd say, I mean, how, how does he look? It's spry. Okay. I'd go, hey, man, you know, I went to this school. I was on the championship team, and... You treated me like 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 I was a, like a piece of garbage. I was he, a, I was a, I was a kid. You were a grown man. He kind of like looks at you and he goes, "Dean." Yeah. He goes. He kind of like uh, takes his hat off, puts it over his heart. He goes, "What? I've been waiting years to see you." <laughs> yeah. He says, "Look, I wasn't at my best in those days." My marriage was falling apart. I was drinking a lot. And those boys were my only escape from all the pain I felt every day. Wow. And you were so bad. I couldn't (laughs) risk you messing that up. He goes, but it wasn't the right decision. He was, it's the biggest regret of my professional career. Wow. He goes, I always told myself if I saw you out, I'd I'd do anything I could to offer you the, the slightest bit of hospitality. To try to make things right. Oh, okay. He, he well, says, he says, "How long are you in town?" You got a couple days. Still. I don't even know. Okay, yeah, I'd, I'd go. So well, first of all, I'd go. Man, I'd, I'd thank him and I'd tell him that I accept. He's got tears in his eyes. Yeah, I I probably do too, yeah. and I, I accept his apology, and I tell him I'm I'm there for a couple of days. He goes, you know, why don't you come out to the house? He goes, uh. My wife will will cook us a nice dinner. You and I can can. Uh, he goes like I can show you my place. I have a ranch out there. He goes well, we got a little pond. I can show you show you the the woods that I hunt. He goes yeah. Well, he goes just come on out. And he goes I'd like to just kind of walk around and talk with you. No. He kind of looks at you. He goes what? I mean, I, I I'm glad that you apologized and I got to we all got to say something to each other, but. I mean, and thank you for the invite. I don't want to go to that. He's like, Pat, I, I feel like I, I wanted to coach you as an adult. I, I, I never what? got, because I never did it when you were a child. You're going to coach me in what? He, he goes, he's like, look, 
he goes, I've talked to my wife a lot about this. And he, he says, you know, we always said we'd have you over for dinner as a show of our apology. He goes, please come have dinner with my wife and I as a way of me saying, I'm sorry for treating you wrong. Oh, all fine. Ago. Okay. You know what? Fine. He says, okay. he says, what would you like to eat? My wife's a great cook. Um, you know, you know, I'd love a shepherd's pie. He kind of gets a glint in his eye. He goes, oh, good choice. <laughs> okay. He gives you his address. He goes, I'll see you tomorrow at 7 p.m. sharp. All right. He kind of shuffles away. He goes about like saying hello to people, you know. You like, you get there at 7 o'clock the next day. His wife, uh, Marilyn, uh, she comes down and she's like, you know, like, Hey, thank you so much. You know what? We've, we've talked, Herb has, you know, talked so much about this moment and how, uh, how much it really means to him to have you come back and, and sit with us and, and just be with us and, you know, let us apologize for, for what happened. Uh, th- thank you. Uh, I thank you for having me. So you go inside. It's like a nice. I probably, I probably bring like a like a bottle of, of like wine. She grabs and she goes, thank you so much. This is so kind. So she goes in the kitchen. Uh, she goes, dinner's ready. Herb comes down. It's like a why nice. Do, why, why did she say we have to apologize? I don't know. She feels I mean, she's been married for, gosh, you know, 50 years. You're pretty much, you know. Okay. Like, but like she, she wasn't directly involved with. No, but, bullying. You know, okay. but yeah, you know, I don't that know. Just, she, that, sorry, that might, just really threw me for a loop. She might blame herself on some level, you know, who knows? I don't, I don't know. You'd have to ask her about it, but you guys uh, sit down. She brings out the shepherd's pie and it is fucking incredible. <laughs> you guys are eating it and you're like, holy shit. You're like, how she goes. It's, it's an old family recipe. She goes, I come from a long line of shepherds. She kind of laughs, you know, then you look around like she's like, they're both wearing like a lot of wool, you know? Oh, she literally means. Yeah. All right. That's kind of odd, I guess, but whatever. So but you, you have this like wonderful dinner. You guys like uh, you kill a couple bottles of wine. They bring out some brandy, right? She has cookies that are made. You guys like you, honestly, you and Herb and Marilyn, the three of you guys hang out and you have the best night. You get like kind of sloshed, right? Cool. So you're you're like you're just at their house. It's like three in the morning, and Herb is like, "Oh my!" He goes, "We haven't been up this late in ages." He goes, "Well, you're too drunk to drive." Yeah, I probably am. He goes, "Let me fix you a bed here." He he puts like a blanket down. Well, He's I got can a pillow. Uber. I can just like take a lift. They don't have a lift out there. There's no riders, no drivers. <laughs> So you like you like sleep on the couch, right? It's the next morning. You uh you wake up, you see that uh Herb is standing in front of you. He's wearing a, like a camo suit. He goes, "Well, I'm heading out to hunt." He goes, "You coming with me?" It's deer season. I don't th- I've never gone hunting. I think I'll just get in your way. He goes, "Oh, nonsense." So you like you like walk out there. He goes, just come take right. a look. Sure. So you like walk out there, right? Uh, he's like telling you like to be very quiet. You're kind of what's like, the worst that could happen? You're just like you're like being very quiet, right? And you don't even think about it. You guys like see a deer up ahead, and you guys both freeze in place. 
And then Herb like looks at you and he's like starts looking around. He goes, Matt, Matt, where'd you go? And you don't realize it, but you've like made yourself camouflaged. Oh yeah. And he's like looking right, he's, like, about he's like looking right through you. He goes, Pat, where are you? Um, I think I would pop back into you pop sight. back, it scares him so bad he fires the rifle and it hits the deer in the center of the heart. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. It just he just out of terror just accidentally shot this deer. Right? And he's like He's obviously like happy with that, but he goes, "Oh, he goes, what the hell?" I'm so sorry. So he he's like, I didn't of, think. I'm so sorry, man. He's kind of caught between both worlds, where he's like excited about killing that deer, but also terrified at the fact that you just popped in and out of camouflage. Look, I it's it's a it's a whole thing. I got camouflage powers from it. It doesn't matter from where, but I I have these powers, and it's just now. A, to be honest, I kind of forgot I had them. So it's just now occurring to me that this would make me like such a great like hunter. So you guys like walk up to the the deer, That's, right? That probably sounded really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you guys like walk up to the deer. You're kind of explaining all this. And he uh Does he look at me and call me a, a fucking idiot because that no, no. sounded so he looks, dumb he looks at you mouth wide open just yeah, am- in sheer amazement i would demonstrate it a few times just to be like no you you didn't just you know hallucinate that back there i do i do it to him several times yeah I, at one point I, I do the bit where i vanish and i tap him on the shoulder but then like i go to like the opposite side yeah so he turns around there's nothing and he turns back i pop back in so you're like I think you're, I like scaring this guy. So you're kind of like, it gets a little out of hand. You guys are, you're kind of like, <laughs> you're like tapping him on the shoulder and he's like turning and then you're like running way up in the distance and then popping back and he sees you and he like runs after you and you guys are just like laughing. You're basically playing like hide and seek, like tag in, in the We're woods with laughing. this guy. Yeah. You're both having like the best fucking time, you know, wow. you're both just like running around. It's like, there's a beach boy song playing in the background somewhere, you know? <laughs> You're just having like a great like friend moment. Wait, which Beach Boys song? Wouldn't it be nice? Like, you know, just like, it's like oh. and you guys are just like, it's, I mean, it's not, it's about like, it's like, <laughs> about like romantic love, but you know, it doesn't have to be, I guess. Uh, I mean, one of my favorite intros to any record ever is that song. It's so good. When the drum goes boom. And yeah. then wouldn't it mm. be nice? I yeah. mean. I when I was a young man, I I thought the Beach Boys were so fucking lame because they like sang about like surfing and all kinds of dumb shit. Yeah, and then I got older and realized that they were incredibly talented. They were incredibly talented, but I still think the songs are kind of dumb. Of course, I mean, the, I mean the, the songs are about you know surfing and shit. I mean, that's, just because the harmonies are good doesn't mean it's not a dumb song. Yeah, definitely. So that's my <laughs> that's my take on the Beach Boys. I guess. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. Why did that? Well, you're thinking you're thinking of the Beach Boys when you and and Herb are sort of like playing tag in and out of the forest, right? And the next thing you know, you look up and you don't know where you are. And Herb's like, "Oh shit!" He goes, "Uh, I guess we kind of got a little carried away." <laughs> you know, he kind of laughs. He takes his hat off. You see that he's like, you know, he's lost a lot of hair from what you remember. And for the first time, you, you look at him and you think, "Man, he's gotten old." You know, he's he's like an yeah, old man yeah. and he he kind of looks at you and uh, you can tell that he's looking at you going, man, he's grown up. 
what a good man he is. Yeah, you know? I, I, I'm 35. I grew up. But you know what I mean? Like, he, he hasn't seen you in so long. Like I know. You guys, you guys have this moment of just kind of like looking, you know, into your future and he's looking at his past and, and you have this like genuine moment of connection. And he says, you know, Pat, he goes, thank you so much for coming out here. He goes, this has really been a lot of fun. He goes, this has been good for the soul. Okay. And he, he kind of, he goes, we're just out this way. And he, he like points in a direction. You guys start walking, right? He goes, you know, don't be a stranger the next time you're in town. You always got a place to stay. <laughs> Thanks, man. You guys reach the edge of the edge of the woods. You stand there and he goes, thank you for giving me part of my life back. What? Yeah. He goes, thank you for forgiving me. And, you know, he goes, this has been a heavy weight on me for a long time. How I treated you when you were a child. He goes, thank, well, thank you. you. He goes, thank you for giving me that back. Well, and thank he, you. He gives you a hug and you kind of like hold him there for a second and you go, you're like, thank you for making me believe that people cared again. <laughs> and you have like this kind of sweet, tender moment. And then uh, there's a, a Sasquatch in those woods and he bashes what? your heads together. <laughs> he bashes oh. your braids together. And then he grabs both of your, he like puts a finger in each one of your like esophagus and he just drags your bodies through the woods, <laughs> your headless bodies. <laughs> He smashed our heads together so badly that they they they, they fell off. Disintegrate. Yeah, okay. They fell off, and Marilyn came out, and she just sees her husband's head and your head, just looking at her. She's got a plate full of cookies. They fall to the ground. They fall to the ground. Wow. Why is that like the saddest detail of this? <laughs> I don't know why. With Just the, hot the, cookies. The, those cookies have fallen. <laughs> fresh, out of, fresh out of the it's fresh out of the ground. So haunting to me. Fresh out of the oven. Just steam rolling out of the chocolate chips itself. Ugh. Still, still liquid and melty. Well, at least uh, <laughs> your brains yeah, all over the ground. I get it. At least you know the coach got some peas. <laughs> yeah, he got a piece of your skull through his skull. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> and you guys died together. <laughs>